Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is being brought to you and created by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. They have creation tools that allow you to edit and record your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast to all of the platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor has all the tools to get your podcast going. When you're ready to start your podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, guys? This is Dion, and this is episode two of the Roundtable podcast. And today, with me back, I have Big Brother Christian. Hey, hey, what's up? And I also have today, Miss Tara. Hi. All right, so how you guys been? Great. How are you? Good. How was y'all's week? Long. Shitty. <laughs> okay. I'm so glad it's fucking over. Yes. So we've been drinking Corona and we are currently out. It's, Unfortunately, um, we are no longer in stock on the beer. No. This episode is sponsored by Half My People's Drink. <laughs> All right. So today we are going to talk about very something is a, a intense topic, especially where we live, and it's just being judgmental or being around people who are very judgmental. You have the people who are very like too concerned about what people think about them, and then you have the other half where they just don't give a shit. So, like, what role does one be in when it comes to? people being judgmental on people's personality and their color versus the people who just really don't give a shit about what they think. Uh, I am one who definitely doesn't give a shit what people think about me. Uh, I've been like that for a very long time, though. And there's a, there's a lot behind it, which we'll discuss this evening. I like to think I don't care what people think about me, and I tend to feel that way on a daily basis, but at the same time, innately, at the end of the day, I do care, and I think that's because partially I'm an empath personality, and so I feel 
what other people feel in response to things that I say or things that I do or the way that I act. And while I am who I am and I don't give a fuck about who I am or what you think about me, I still feel that response and it does make me feel some kind of way. So I often get sad or angry or upset when somebody's response is not what I expected in, res in response to how I said something. Or <laughs> well, and you're kind-hearted too, so it, it, it helps, you know? It helps. Does it help? It, it doesn't help when you are trying to not give a shit yeah, right, about right, right. people feel about it. No, no, you. no. It, it, it definitely hinders uh, that for sure. Um, I mean, I'm kind-hearted too. I, I don't know. I feel like I've become pretty jaded over the years too. Um, it has experience. Experiences in your life, you become colder. Mm -hmm. um, things that you're exposed to, things that happen to you. Um, in my younger days, I was very much taken advantage of. I've always had kind of a bleeding heart, always been more of a giver, more caring person. And the more you're like that, the more you're taken advantage of. And I think as you get older and as you experience more and as more things happen to you, you kind of become colder. And it doesn't necessarily stop you from being who you are as a giving person, but you do become a lot more cautious in that aspect yeah for sure and for me i i come for me not giving a shit spawns from a lot of um a lot of different things i grew up uh, in a puerto rican household up north i'm originally from cali my experience really of who i am today is really just fueled by my experiences here uh in the south uh that's where I'm coming from with my with my experiences. It's just the the things that I have to deal with, the racism, the ignorance. Um, you just learn a lot, and you tend to really not give a shit about what other people think, and and it sucks because you know I like to consider myself kind of like a small business owner, and I hold a very important position in a very respected company, and you want those people to take you seriously, but at the same time, um, it's difficult because. I feel like you have to play the part of being somebody else, right? Do you feel like that's a defense mechanism? Uh, well, I don't pretend like I'm anybody else. I feel like I have to to get the attention of higher-ups, of other important people that I work with and speak to. But when, when at the end of the day, I feel like I do myself an injustice if I'm, if I'm pretending to be somebody that I'm not. I can talk a big game, I can talk corporate talk, I can, I mean, I manage high dollar contracts every day, I, I, I do the corporate world well, um, but at the end of the day when I'm working with my internal team or building relationships with external people, I have to be myself. So I'm very, uh, my filter's broken, I end up just showing who I am, and a lot of times it's respected. and. But in that world, you have to be careful with who you do that with, right? You can, you can completely fuck up a relationship with a respected company just if they don't understand your stance. So it's, it's just, it's tricky. It's a very tricky thing for me. How about for you, D? Well, it's, it all depends. Like sometimes I be in a position where I can be myself around a group of people and then there's the little part in the back of my head 
where I'm like, I don't know if they really like me like that because of who I am or just the personality or, or whatever, you know, whatever the situation may be. I feel like I always have that little small thing in the back of my mind saying, okay, I feel like I'm being talked about or I feel like I'm being judged. You know, right. I can be myself around you all, right. but at the same time, it's like something... It's you like, can feel it. You can you can feel it. Yeah, yeah. I can feel like some type of energy. That, yep. yeah, it's some, some some type of energy, and yep. you want to push yourself to that point where you don't want to really think about that. You really want to just be yourself and be open and be free. But at the same time, you really have that small right. You feel like it's like a target. Yeah. So, what do you think about people who? that you be around who are just constantly just being a, a very judgmental person. Like what type of vibe does you get off of them? Do you just have someone say, Oh, I just don't like them because of who they are. You know what? Here's part of the problem with today's society, but especially in the South, right? So this is what I notice, And this is me coming maybe from a white person with more exposure than a lot of the white people in this area. Mm-hmm. So when I talk to other white people, um, they say, oh, I don't experience that, or I don't see that, or I'm not aware of that, or no, the racism is not as bad as you think it is, or whatever. And I say, you're coming from a different lens. You're seeing it from a different perspective. And are you even aware that what you're hearing is racist or judgmental or biased or whatever? But you're not because you're not seeing it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. You don't even realize you're hearing it, so you're not picking up on it. So a lot of the people... Like, that I talk to, they're like, oh, you know, I might say, oh, racism's terrible here, right? 80% of the people in this area are still racist. And they're like, whoa, no, not even close. More like 10%. And I'm like, you have no idea. Right. Because what lens are you looking at it from? Right. You know, oh, well, I have one black friend. We're really good friends. Right. Really? How good of friends are you? Have you sat down and had real conversations with those friends? Because I'm telling you, the, the conversations I've had with my black friends are probably completely different from the conversations that you've had. You've never sat down and had a real conversation with those people. So I think it's it's the lens that you see things through and the perspective that you see things through. And a lot of people don't realize that people are being judgmental or biased or racist or whatever because they're not even picking up on those subtle cues or those innuendos or those things in conversation. And it's just, again, it's a lack of exposure. Right. And if you're not around those things, or you're not exposed to those things, or you're not aware because of the people that you're around with, a lot of my friends are not white. I have Hispanic friends, I have black friends, I have Native American friends. So I'm exposed to a lot more situations and scenarios and conversations and things than a lot of the white people in this area. So I think a lot of it, again, is lack of exposure. Yep. And so for everybody who doesn't know, Tara's out from, uh, she comes from out west. Uh, so for anybody who has never lived or even visited, uh, it's a whole nother world. I myself am from Los Angeles. I lived in New Jersey for years and it's sad. And I hate to really say this, but I, I'm very honest about it. I've been in, uh, the South for 23 going on 24 years. And to be honest with you, I can never call it home, uh, because of the experiences that I've had here. Uh, people, you know, and it's nothing I can really share with local people. I, I can't really open up with the locals about the prejudices that I've seen and dealt with 
uh, I'm Puerto Rican and Mexican, so when I first came to Georgia... But all they know is you're not white. That, yeah, exactly. I'm not white and I'm not black. So what am I, right? So I get called everything under the sun. Uh, I've been called everything under the sun. And it really... It's actually really fueled my not give a shit attitude. You know what I mean? Um, I'm very secure. I'm very well aware of who I am. I'm very happy with who I am. I love myself. Um, very, very much. Um, not in a conceited way, not in a sick way. I just, you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm a very confident um, person who who's well aware of his own existence, and so um, it helps, right? It helps, but it's still bullshit that you have to deal with what you have to deal with here in the South, especially. I mean, it helps with the the people who don't give a shit. But what does it do for the people who are so concerned about what other people think about them? Yeah, it's it's that's a whole different animal right you got people who who don't know how to deal with it there are a lot of people who again and it really goes back to what tara says it's it's the um it's the exposure you know if you haven't left to another state even and and have been cultured with um and have been around uh people of other ethnicities or or just the way other people live uh, it really changes the way you you treat others and the way you see others, um, and it sucks. I mean, you know, I, I have tons of friends who who don't know how to how to deal, and they give a shit about what everybody else has to say, right? And there's and there's. I think that boils down to insecurity, though, right? And it, that comes back to the self love. Yeah, yeah. Because if you are not secure enough with who you are as a person and able to love yourself regardless of what other people think and feel about you, Yeah. then you are going to care about what other people think. You have got to realize that I am who I am. I'm enough. I love myself. Right. I'm who I'm supposed to be. And when you start loving yourself the way you're supposed to love yourself and the way you're meant to love yourself, you stop caring about what other people think about you. Right. But it all boils down to your surroundings too, right? To an extent, to an extent. But when you're worried about other people judging you and the way other people feel about you, that boils down to your insecurity. Mm -hmm. Point blank. You've got to stop being insecure with who you are as a person and being secure with yourself and loving yourself for who you are. And then the second that you start realizing, hell, I'm a damn good person. I know my worth. I know who I am. I know what I bring to the table. I know what I bring to this world, to the society, whatever. Then you stop caring about what other people feel about you. And innately, like I said before, innately as humans, we are going to have some insecurity. We are going to care a little bit about what people think. And I think that's a societal thing. True. Right? That's the pressure society puts on us. But the more you love yourself, the less you care about what other people think about you. Well, it's for... Majority of the people who really value what other people think about them, they take it and they eat it up so much where they don't know how to love themselves. Like, they will try to do what they can to please others based on how they feel about them. So it's hard for someone to say, I can accept myself for who I am, but this particular person doesn't accept me for this particular flaw. Yeah, that comes again with experience and, and uh, learning. As you get older, you learn how to 
not give a fuck. And really, and it's really not about that. As you get older, you learn how to um, realize your self-worth. Not necessarily for everybody. But the older that, uh, that you get and the more people that you run into, eventually your mind, it, it tells you, okay, hold up. This isn't working. These people that I've been surrounded by for so long, it's not working. I have to change something, right? It is a natural mechanism that kicks in. It's not taught. It's nothing that you can pay attention to when somebody's like, dude, it's your social circle or it's this or it's this. Naturally, your mind tells you, fuck, I want more for my life. I want, I don't want to feel like this anymore. And then you start evaluating. Again, it's not everybody, but for the most part, for the people that I've surrounded myself, whether they were bright or not bright, they figured it out. There was something wrong in their life that they had to take a, a step back and say, okay, this shit is not working. I want more for myself, so how the fuck do I get from point A to point B? Okay, so from point A to point B, I've got chicken head, chicken head, chicken head, chicken head, and they need to get the fuck out of my life. And eventually, you figure out a way to surround yourself from people who are more like-minded as you are, right? So you, you tend to get away from the people that are holding you back, and you gravitate more to, towards people who want what you want. A lot of times, though, the problem is that if you're not if you don't find those people then how the fuck do you know right right i've had friends for years who they surround themselves around shitheads and they've never been around successful minded people and so then they don't know any better they just don't but then all of a sudden one of their friends decides you know what i'm going to get away from this life i'm going to better myself and i'm going to try to do the best that i can and that little action from that person, it could, I've seen it before. It's like a fucking rock. It is just like a little uh, pebble in the river, dude. It just starts spreading the waves. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's something that doesn't always happen, but it's, it's something that deserves conversation because there are going to be a lot of people who, who even might hear this and, and they're going to take a second to take a look around them and be like, this is not cool. Like the people around me are not cool. My life is not cool. And eventually, I think it's just, I don't know, it's for me, and it's, again, I'm speaking from experience and from people that I've been around, I've seen people start from the very, very bottom and become just unbelievable human beings. I think that's, I would say that's the relationships in general. And again, it comes with age and experience. I yeah. think, look at marriages, right? People that marry young and then you get older and you've grown and changed and you realize I'm a completely different person than I was 20 years ago. This is not, we have not grown together. This is not what we thought it was going to be, whatever. And you go, no doubt. I deserve more. I expect more. Or like you said, well, what if this person doesn't like me for this one flaw? Well, if that person can't accept you for that one flaw and is not willing to accept you for that one flaw, then is this the person you're supposed to be around or is this person that you need to be with? Right. And what kind of energy outside of that one thing, how is the rest of your relationship, right, with this person? And if this person is constantly bringing you down or you're constantly feeling like you're walking on eggshells or your negative, your energy is negative all the time and you're not feeling like you can be the person you can be, then is it worth your time? Is it worth your struggle? Is it worth your energy? I'm at the point in my life where I'm not getting any fucking younger, right? I'm almost 40 years old. I've been there. I've done that. I've done the energy sucking bullshit. I've walked on eggshells. I am who I am. You love me or you hate me at this point. 
you're not willing to accept who I am as a person, then fuck you. Yep. Gone. Done. Because I love who I am. And I'm going to be who I am. Period. I'm not going to change for you. Now, obviously, if you're in a situation where you as a person are, are wanting to change, nobody's going to change you. You have to want to change yeah. for yourself. Absolutely. Period. Nobody else is going to change you. You can't change anybody else. But you have to be able to define that in whatever relationship you're in. Is this some, somebody that our energy is going to continuously drain me? Or am I in a place where I'm happy and I feel like I can rise above and we're going to do better and I'm willing to change for this person or this situation is going to change or we're going to build this together or whatever? Speaking of energy, what type of energy do you all get when you are with someone or around someone who is very judgmental? I don't do it. I don't do it. I refuse. I'm at the point, too, where in my life where I separate myself very quickly. I'm a very quick judge of character now. Yeah. I'm very different than I was 15, 20 years ago, even five years ago. Yeah. I might have allowed myself to be around those kinds of people, and I very much feel other people's energies. If you're negative, I get drained. I'm emotionally drained. I can't handle being around it, even now. But now when I'm around somebody, it takes me one or two meetings, and I'm like, nope, sorry, got to go. I will not associate with you. It's yeah. not worth my time. So what do you, like, what do you think as far as... a person who is very judgmental like do you be curious to know why they are the way they are almost all of that comes from their life experience right what whether what they've been exposed to how they grew up how they were raised what they were taught experience they've been um, experienced or things they've been exposed to all of that the, the way we are as human beings in general is our life experience right so people that are judgmental if somebody hates all black people and they're nasty they could have had a terrible experience with one black person 20 years ago and that one experience shaped that perception of the entire race because of this one experience they had with that person yep if they had a bad experience with um a gay person right that one experience could have shaped their entire perception towards that entire class of people mm-hmm. so it's not even necessarily again it's an exposure thing right they may have only been exposed to one black person and so that judgment comes from that experience versus being exposed to a thousand black people and having those experiences and being able to shape that around that a, a broader judgment yeah I think to um Man, yeah, it's a, it's a good point. I learned uh, a long time ago. I, I was I used to be a very very judgmental person, just because of the way my family was. Um, you know, they would just automatically assume people were a certain way, and the shit used to piss me off. But then I, I realized that I was that way too, right? Because it was what I was surrounded by. Right. And I caught myself one day judging somebody for something that was absolutely had nothing to do with who that person was it was just immature i was a fucking idiot and i stopped myself and i realized i'm, I'm a pretty deep person I, I cut up a lot and anybody who knows me knows that I, I i just stay joking but honestly like i stay in deep thought 24 7 
I realized at this moment that if you don't, everybody is who they are for a specific reason. You have to be able to understand why a person, whether in your life momentarily or for a long time, is who they are for a specific reason. Right. You have to understand. Understanding is everything. You have to un- you have to be able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and say, why the fuck does this person act this way? Or why are they treating others this way? They don't think like that. They don't. So I think like that too. I go, right. what makes this person think that way? Who hurt you? Yeah. I'm constantly going, I want to look, I want to understand yeah, why yeah. you are the way you are, but not everybody thinks that way and not everybody wants to understand no. why somebody is the way they are no. or why they think that way or why they feel that way or where that stems from or where that's coming from. Right. But it's all stems from experience. Right. Every single ounce of it stems from what you've been exposed to since birth. Absolutely. Because again, you can't teach that shit. I can't sit with somebody who's hateful against black people, hateful against gays hateful against life and i can't say well why don't you just take a step back and understand these people what the fuck does that mean to them they're going to be like i understand that they're shitty or i understand that they're gross it's it's all the way experience which it's a it's a pain in the ass for people who have to deal with this shit and we run into these situations and we know that sometimes they're just there's nothing you can do about it right i think for me back in the day because this generation is completely different than how I was Former brought up. That's true. Right. No. So, like, with me, back in childhood, I was so concerned about how people thought of me because I did, you know, talk a certain way, act a certain way, and it, it did bother me because I was just trying to figure out why... You didn't fit in. I didn't fit in or I didn't belong to a certain group. Was it because of things that you heard people say? It was from what I've heard people say and what people said to me. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was just, it was like a back and forth. Right. And as I grew older and I pretty much learned, I self-taught myself well, of other... Being more, things are more accepted now than they were 20, 30 years ago. They were. Too. They were. Too. And like with me, I kind of taught myself different cultures as far as why this person is dressed this certain way. Just like back in the, the emo days, everybody was wearing black and mm-hmm. listening to Marilyn. the big pants. Right, the Hot Topic shit and Marilyn Manson shit. Like, I was trying to figure out, like, why do they, they wear stuff like that? Like, I was trying to figure out that particular... Subset of human beings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure that out. You know, I wasn't trying to be, like, prejudged about it. Like, oh, they right, they right. worship, they're devil worshipers. But... <laughs> You know, like, I I mean, I like Marilyn Manson. I just want, you know, I want to just understand that different... Why people do what they do. Right. So it kind of, I kind of taught myself to be more open-minded when it comes to other people's cultures and their their interests. And it's a shame that certain people that I grew up with in that generation was not taught or not even self-taught or not even try to learn other people's culture. But again, it comes... To being open-minded versus closed-minded right mm-hmm. and that's what you see a lot you don't see it as much in today's society but you do see it a lot still in the south right a lot still in the south it's so big just man. very closed-minded not being open to other ideals and, and you know sexual orientation I, I keep going back to it man because it's it's i mean i'm i'm as straight as straight can get but obviously i i love 
I love my gays, bro. Like, a lot of my best friends are gays. And you know what, what it is, though? It pisses me the fuck off when I see the way they're treated, right? And I see what they have to go through, man. It's it's It almost feels like it's 1960 anti-black. If you look at it, it, it look at look at it. But feel like I have this conversation with white people all the time, right? When you talk to people about racism and segregation and desegregation and slavery and all this stuff, you talk to white people, especially in the South, and they make you, you they think that it was hundreds of years ago, right? Hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. And when you really think about it, desegregation happened here in the South decades ago. Yeah. We are not that far removed from that. Right. So it is so very recent. So, yeah. you know, homosexuality, all that stuff here in the South. And when I say we're 20 years behind, we're really 20 years no, behind. Oh, we really are. Yeah. I mean, think about when, you know, schools were, even with desegregation, were so far behind the rest of the nation. Yeah. So when it comes to homosexuality and everything else, we're still, you're thinking what we experience right now 20 years from now may be completely different right. than what it is right now. We're right. still 20 years behind the rest of the nation, well, in my and, opinion. Yeah, well, and it's even it's even as recent as a couple of years ago, right? When Obama legalized gay marriage. And that blew my fucking mind. I remember watching the news. Obama legalized gay marriage. And in my head, I almost thought to myself, that's just been legal, no? You know, right. I'm very fucking keen with the news and shit, but the, it really, but really hit me. Really, only legal in like five states. But it was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. I was like, what the <coughs> fuck do you mean he legalized gay marriage? To me, that, may, that really, as a as an entire nation, it's it made me feel like it set us back. Just we were so far behind in in all of that, and so I can compare it to segregation and the fact that it was it's just been so recent that it's become so more accepted, right? Accepted, I should say. It just blows my mind. I don't know. But uh, getting back to the topic of not giving a shit. Wait, did we get off topic? Sorry, sorry. Uh, it's the Coronas. Sorry, guys. I hope, I hope you learned something. Uh, no, getting back to the topic, though. Honestly, it really, it, it, when it boils down to not giving a shit, it really just boils down to experience um, and culture. And, and what you surround yourself by. I've met people who've been in Columbus their entire lives, but they've surrounded themselves with such positive and successful-minded people from different cultures, different sexual orientations. I mean, they you would never tell they were from Columbus, Georgia. Hell, they don't even have a southern accent at, at some points. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to me, I think it's it really is experience, but it's also who you associate yourself with. The way you were brought up. I mean, some people are more fortunate than others, unfortunately. But at the end of the day, that's really what it boils down to. Your circle. Yeah. Would you disagree or would you agree? I mean, I know I agree. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think with people, I think they just need to branch out more and just step out of their comfort zone when it comes to out of their comfort zone right that's the problem right and i think a lot of people are just they so they're so into that that box where they're comfortable where they are they're comfortable being who they are and not and just being judgy towards other people because that's that's what they've been doing for right how they've been raised and just how they've just been dealing with a whole lot of stuff and it could be an insecurity thing it could be something that they're hiding or 
whatever. But I think that more open, I think I've, I've seen more open minded people recently in the past four or five months compared to small minded people. I do see those small minded people who are just completely, it, it boils, it just gets under their skin knowing that someone's personality is something that they just don't agree with but they they're open about it they're just very free mm-hmm. so for someone to it it really i get a i get a full-blown hard on knowing <laughs> that someone's who is a judgmental person is getting so irritated over someone who's being so free and open-minded. Absolutely. Like, I, I really enjoy that. I honestly think that... I don't have a dick, but I get a hard-on, too, when I see that. So, yeah. I, I get a chubby. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I, I think I have a chubby now. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> All right, so I received a question in my inbox, and I just want you all to try to answer it the best you can. Okay. All right, so the second segment is a Q&A, and I received this Q&A from someone who wants to be rena- remain anonymous. Okay. And the question is... What's her name, though? I'm anonymous. Sure. <laughs> the question is, if you can change one thing about yourself from the past... What would it be and why? If I can change one thing about my past or one thing about myself? One thing about yourself from the past. Oh, ladies first. <coughs> Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you. So as I was telling Dion earlier, I don't like to think about the past because I don't have regrets <coughs> about the past. I mean, there's obviously things we think of, well, what if I hadn't done this or what if I hadn't done that and how would my life be different? But I can't have regrets, I feel like, because I wouldn't be who I am today if I had changed anything or if anything were different. My life would be different and I wouldn't be who I am today. Every experience we have, every challenge we go through, everything makes us who we are. And I'm (coughs) damn proud of who I am today. And if I wasn't, then I, I, again, that's an insecurity thing. So I feel like I'm proud of who I am and I only have more growth to come. So I can't regret where I came from or want to change anything in my past. I would say the only, if I had to change anything about who I was as a person, I would have stood up for myself more and loved myself more 10, 15, 20 years ago than what I did. Cause I definitely didn't, I was much more insecure and didn't love myself enough then and accepted way less than I deserved for way too long. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. I, I get asked this actually a lot. Um, mainly because of my children. I'm not going to get into too many details, but for my boy, they're like, oh, just given our situation. You know, I bet you regret doing this in the past or being with this person and doing this. I'll be honest with you. I would do it all over again the exact same way as much suffering and anxiety and crazy shit that I've dealt with because like Tara said it is it it definitely forged who I am today I I wouldn't change it at all Uh, at all I think I would have done it exactly the same way I think for me the only thing that I would change in the past 
was I would try to teach myself to be a little bit more stronger. I think the past couple of years I've dealt with a lot of lows mm-hmm. and it's build I'm slowly building myself up to be a very strong person where I don't have to be in a I want to say in a in a depressed state but in a it's just a low part of your of your life. I want to just try to focus on motivating myself to be more of a stronger person being an uplifting person so the only thing i probably would change myself in the past would just be give myself a little bit more strength because it's gonna you know i'm gonna face that in the future future me is just be a little bit more stronger i don't think i would change anything else i don't have like no regrets as far as what i've done and the choices i've made i think every choice whether it's good or bad is a learning curve so i think that would be the only thing for me just to just focus on just being a stronger person you know a lot of people don't want to go back into the past because i know it's been a shitty past for certain people but you know just give myself an added dose of that type of confidence would probably just and it takes time time i mean i I hate to be the cliche person here but you know, that that time heals you know it really does i mean with time you grow and, and you learn a lot more and you get better at life yeah with time you know what i mean the more you go through you definitely you get better at it and you start figuring it out more and more um luckily for me i'm able to look at the things that i've gone through and use it as kind of the the fuel to who i am today you know so I'm pretty much used to my bad luck today. All the crazy shit that happens to me <laughs> day in and day out. Yeah. I just laugh about it. Nuggies cloud. Yeah. <laughs> we already know. Yeah, so I think that's the, the only thing. But what would you tell someone about your past that would try to help them as far as what they're going through? And it could be something financial or job related. This is coming from me as a woman, divorced woman, single mom. If I could tell a young person today, it's don't marry young. Mm -hmm. Who you are when you're 18, 19, 20 is not who you're going to be at 30. You change so much in that next decade and the likeliness that the person you're with is going to change and adapt and grow with you is slim to none and it's not to say that not all relationships will survive that but I see so many people struggle today and a lot of people that just become comfortable and they stay in those relationships and they're not really happy it's just that's where their comfort zone is and they're scared of anything different right for me I was just tired so I wasn't willing to live that way for the rest of my life but a lot of people stay there because they're comfortable and they're scared of anything differently but I would say be strong enough in who you are as a person know what you want to be know who you are and what you want to do before you settle for anything else and before you decide to settle with somebody for the rest of your life yeah that's a good one for me I think it would have to be especially for the 
younger generation, the, the 20 whatever you know year olds, um, do not listen to social norms and do not take advice from older generations. Stop thinking that you have to get married young. Stop thinking that you have to have kids young. Seriously think about marriage and kids when you're 30. It's different for guys. Women are on a biological clock. Men are on a financial clock. For you guys out there, you have to focus on building yourself, getting in a stable situation uh, before you provide. We're providers, right? So just think about what you get yourself into. I gotta say though, that's one positive I've seen out of probably this modern generation, the newest generation in modern society, mm -hmm. is that people are waiting longer to have kids and to settle down and people are still marrying young. You do still see a lot of that, sure. but you see a lot of waiting to have kids and people going to college and having their careers and doing the things that they want to do and focusing more on their dreams, I guess, mm -hmm. than how it used to be. Like, these are the things you have to do, right? You got to get married. You got to have kids. You got to have a house. You got to have a, this all set out for you because this is how your life's supposed to go. And so I think that's, one positive thing I've seen that's good from modern generations at least that's good well I can't speak on the marriage part but <laughs> um, one thing I would let people know that no matter what you're going through because we don't know what people are going through and I I try my best and I practice this a lot at work when I speak to my coworkers. I ask them how their day is and is everything good with them? Because I don't know what they're going through. You know, we, everybody leave their shit at the door before they... Right. They leave their shit at the door before they come in. So I just... My thing as far as advice to give people in this generation that it, it's going to get better. No matter what you're going through, no matter what situation, whether it's financial, um, relationship-wise, marriage-wise, if you're just, just down and out, it will all get better. But you, you can't be afraid of Right, right, Adapt. right. Uh, that's just my thing. It just it gets better. Just have faith. Just have a positive vibe and outlook, and don't be afraid to reach out to people because I think certain people in this generation they're kind of selfish, where they just want to try to handle things on their own, and it just gets them in a corner where they're just stuck. Yeah. You know, whether it's you just need someone to talk to for five minutes. You know, it just let them know it, it, it'll get better. It goes a long way. It goes a very long way. Definitely reach out. Definitely surround yourself around as many positive people that you possibly can. It makes a world of difference. My circle, uh, I love with all my heart because they are, they always make me smile. They always, you know, and I'm a pretty positive guy every day anyway, but it makes a world of difference. And being an empath, if I'm around, uh, people all the time that are just miserable and living in a miserable existence who aren't doing anything for themselves, then it brings me down. So just make sure that you're conscious about who you surround yourself with. Well, we will wrap this up. And thank you all so much for being part of the round table on episode two. I think mm -hmm. we... <laughs> <laughs> We're a little buzzed. <laughs> it's all good. It's, it is. 
this. It's all good, though. But I appreciate you all so much for being part of the Roundtable Podcast. Thank you. We love you, bro. Thank you for having me. No problem. And we're going to be hearing more from Tara soon. You're welcome. If you have any feedback or anything that you want us to talk about let me know you can reach me on instagram at dionkx that's d-i-o-n-k-x let me know what you think or what you want me to talk about and i will say further down the line we're gonna get to some (laughs) nitty-gritty you're not ready with some (laughs) intense This is this is just foreplay. We're gonna get to the the actual stuff a little bit later. So, <laughs> but again, let me know. <laughs> Booty holes and facials, baby. <laughs> Christian, where can you be reached? <laughs> oh, if uh, yeah, if you still want to reach out to me after that little comment, um, you can find me on Instagram at I am Modest Roots or official Christian Ortiz or Modest Roots on Facebook. All right, Tara. Don't even look for me. No. <laughs> she's, a, <laughs> she's a ghost. That's she's right. ghosting. She, she's a make-believe person. She's ghosting. But you will be hearing from her later on on the podcast. Well, that is it. Thank you all so much. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll see you all next time. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.